South Korea's e-commerce giant Coupang made a successful IPO on the New York Stock Exchange last Thursday, raising 4.6 billion U.S. dollars. This is the second largest initial public offering by an Asia-based company after Alibaba. Uh, a lot of questions here in Korea as to why Coupon decided to go to NYSE instead of open list here in the Korean stock markets. But certainly uh, a lot of media attention, a lot of it positive, but we're going to find out uh, exactly what's going on. To give us some analysis, very pleased to have the founder and principal analyst of Constellation Research, uh, Ray Wang, on the line. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Henry? Good I'm doing morning. great. Uh, thank you for joining us. So, Coupon... Uh, currently is largely serving the Korean market, I think uh, we can uh, pretty much say. Uh, but they did decide to list in New York. Could you just give your overall assessment? It seems like most of the buzz has been positive, right? It is. It's been wonderful, I think. I think the market's been looking for a commerce player, and the market's been looking for a good story as to what's happening out in Asia, especially in a market that's been dominated by Alibaba and Amazon. The, in terms of the, the numbers, uh, what do you make of it? They ended the day, uh, their first day at uh, 49.25. This is 41% higher than the uh, initial price of 35. It, in terms of valuation or just anything specific, do you think anything's out of the norm or surprising? Or, or uh, do you feel like uh, we are pretty much where we're at? You know, we've got a price target of $80 for them, so we mm. don't find this surprising at all. They started out with a 28.50 share, and they ended up with a $35 a share opening, and now, you know, you've seen where the price is at, and that's been pretty exciting. Part of the reason that we're seeing this is, you know, there's a lot of printing of money in the U.S. There's a reflation trade that's going on, and companies are very optimistic as to what happens. South Korea did a wonderful job containing the virus, and, of course, the commerce aspects of South Korea are a wonderful market. I mean, this is a big market that's going to continue to grow over time. There have been a lot of uh, comparisons, um, both in the Asian context with Coupon and Alibaba and what Jack Ma was able to successfully do and, of course, bring that successful IPO to the U.S. markets. But also uh, a lot of comparisons with Coupon being sort of the Korean equivalent of Amazon, uh, disrupting the retail space here, uh, figuring out more efficient ways of distribution and logistics in terms of delivering these goods and services to customers. In your view, as you kind of look at the company itself, what do you think, um, how, how does a Coupon uh, compare and how, what do you think advantages are for Coupon inherently? Yeah, it's a great great company. There's a lot of different advantages. First of all, I mean, Korea's commerce market is sitting at about 129 billion U.S. dollars. I don't know what it is in won, and it's going to grow to 250 billion by 2026. There's a lot of opportunity there. Um, when you also think about this market, um, one of the successful areas that Coupon has is the distribution network. It basically built the hardest part of commerce first. It's not a pretty website. It's not about easy access to mobile. It's not about rocket delivery. That's you know nice to talk about. Mm. The fact that there's, you know, I mean, you've got like 100 distribution centers, 15,000 trucks. These are the hard things to do. And when we talk about this, there's a book I'm writing called, that's done, it's out in July, called Everybody Wants to Rule the World. There are certain important things for a digital giant. And what Coupon is doing is building a digital giant. It's about building the biggest network, which is the largest active members, so 14 million members right now. It's about owning the customer relationship and also disintermediating existing relationships. And it's about competing for data supremacy, building the data 
platforms so that you can keep offering better products, lower services, more efficient supply chains. And it's also about digital monetization models. It's not just about commerce. It's about banking and finance. It's about delivery. It's about streaming videos. There's other options here from search goods and services. And it's also about entering the market with a long-term growth set. It's okay to trade profits for market share growth when you're building something like this, and it's okay to keep losing money for the next three to five years. It's what Amazon did. It's what Alibaba did. It's what uh, Airbnb and DoorDash have done. Yeah, very uh, interesting you brought that up because there's always been that controversy here in Coupang of them constantly uh, being in the red and how they have been uh, not seeking profits at all. It, it, it just was a bit jarring, I think, to the, uh, the Korean um, mindset in terms of how companies usually try to go about it. But the comparisons to Amazon don't just you know end with the logistics aspects of it. Just like, as you briefly mentioned, with Amazon, you think of Prime, you think of AWS, you think of um, a lot of different services, including their streaming coupon. Likewise, trying to do the same, they have now uh, developed a, a, a delivery app, Coupon Eats, uh, which is competing against the likes of Pemin here in the market. They have a new video streaming service, Coupon Play. The expansion, it seems like, in your view, is a positive thing, um, but are there... Is there a case of too many hands in the cookie jar and, you know, being, you know, kind of like a uh, sort of jack of all trades, but master of none situation? (laughs) You know, people make that comparison all the time. And when Amazon was just focused on books and it started to sell toys and then it started to sell other things, people Mm -hmm. were like, stay in your lane. Uh, You're not, you know, you don't know what you're doing. But one of the interesting things about when you build a digital giant, it's about getting the largest network and continuing to cross-sell. And this drives down an industry metric known as customer acquisition costs or CACs. Um, and that basically means what can you sell to another customer easily, given the fact that you now then have as a customer. It's upsell and cross-sell. And then the other metric that's really important is driving down retention rates, because as you add more services customers want, they continue to sign on with you. And then the last mes- metric that we all care about is you know revenue per customer, profitability per customer. You have to have a portfolio to be able to do that. If you're competing with Amazon and you think you're just competing with commerce, commerce, you messed up. You don't realize you're competing for retail, you're competing for streaming, you're competing for distribution networks, you're competing for even cloud services. And and that's one of the important things to learn about this. It's not about a lack of focus. This is completely in focus if you're building a digital giant like Coupang is and what Bomb is trying to do. Another parallel to Amazon, uh, there's a PR aspect, Amazon accused of uh, perhaps mistreating their warehouse workers, Coupon here, uh, facing accusations of overworking their delivery workers. Uh, Some tragic deaths have resulted during the pandemic with this intense uh, uptick in demand. Are these also issues that uh, they do have to kind of face and and, uh, sort of solve? I think yes and no, but let me be clearer to the global audience. When someone in South Korea, as you know, Henry, says that there are severe working conditions, think of that worst case in the U.S. and multiply it by 1.5x, because Koreans work really, really hard. <laughs> so, so that being said, if I was competing in the market and I had to fend off digital giants like Amazon with their partnerships with SK yeah. and Alibaba, you would need to work even harder to be successful. So I've talked to a number of former and current employees of Bomb. He's super focused, he's relentless, he's massively determined, and he doesn't take no for an answer. He's a very tough boss and sometimes comes across as ruthless, but he knows what it takes to succeed and he's proven it out. Think of the individuals who can get a job that used to work heavy industry 
they now can get paid almost 40,000 U.S. dollars, get benefits, mm. and it's not contract workers. So he's doing something different on the social front, but the Chabols used to not care about this, and now they fear him because he's actually doing right. it. I mean, it helps with the employment situation. So I'd say there's a trade-off, and so far it's a good trade-off. Now, if you're seeing more issues like that, then I think people would be concerned. Less than 30 seconds, but do you think other Korean firms like, let's say, uh, Market Curly, they have a good shot at a uh, U.S. IPO as well? I think they definitely do. And then watch out for a company called Bespin. They're in cloud delivery services. And I think you're going to see that this opens up to the New York Stock Exchange because folks there are a lot more optimistic and there's definitely a lot more money to invest out there. Um, and it's going to take South Korea all the way uh, in terms of new startups and the Korean startup scene. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've been talking about so many K-dash things so far, K-pop with the emergence of BTS and K-quarantine, and uh, looks like maybe K-IPO uh, might start becoming a thing as well. Typo, uh, typo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ray Wang, founder and principal analyst at Constellation Research. Thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Henry, anytime. Take care. Good morning. All right, we got a, uh, an assessment on this uh, very successful IPO, at least uh, with the numbers uh, for a coupon listing in the New York Stock Exchange and whether this is going to be a bit of a, a trend, a sign of uh, things to come for the future. For our program, we are moving on to part four of the program, Radio Salon. We'll be talking about the LH scandal. Stay tuned for that after another check of traffic and weather.